Hello, and welcome back to the United NBC Leading Edge podcast series. I'm the NBC spokesman, Captain James Belton. Today, we'll be discussing a message from the negotiating committee, otherwise known as the brief. LOA 2005, First Class Deadhead Provisions, now in effect. Many of you may wonder how or why First Class Deadhead made it to LOA 2005. The genesis of this provision actually dates back to a previous UAL contract and an era of airline bankruptcies. While many important provisions were lost or sacrificed during bankruptcy negotiations, the loss of domestic first-class deadhead was particularly egregious because unlike the other items that were traded away in the bankruptcy negotiations, we received essentially no credit for giving up first-class deadhead. For over a decade, we have been trying to restore this provision and United Management has been unwilling to agree to it at any price. LOA 2005 led us to an opportunity to finally restore and even improve upon this provision. While we wish it was under better circumstances, we are glad to finally see First Class Deadhead permanently restored and even improved upon. In this edition of The Brief, we will cover some of the details of the new First Class Deadhead provisions that take effect November 30th, 2020. For those flights not already guaranteed a First Class seat, global, and deadheads greater than 8 hours, First class will be booked if available at time of booking. There is no change to when flights are reserved. There is already an automated system that books all deadheads contained in the bid packages when they are loaded into CMS, which usually occurs by the fourth of the preceding month. We anticipate the majority of deadheads in the bid packet will have first class available at time of booking. This obviously won't be true in the actual operation as your trip falls apart and has new deadheads added. Unlike the original United provision, if first class is not available at time of booking, pilots are now placed on a first class waitlist ahead of passengers. This process constantly monitors availability and if a first class seat becomes available, the system automatically upgrades the pilot deadhead to first class. The ALPA system scheduling committee closely monitors the deadhead booking and upgrade process. If you have any questions or see any issues with your deadhead booking, please submit a PDR to System Schedule Crewdesk. For the month of December 2020, over 6,000 deadhead bookings were eligible for first class if available. Only 506 were not booked into first class. 211 of these bookings were deadheads on 50-seat RJs that don't have a first class section. 253 deadhead bookings were initially booked in coach but have since cleared the first class waitlist and are now booked in first class. Only 42 deadhead bookings system-wide are still waiting to clear the first class waitlist. The notable exception to the standard process above is for deadhead bookings that are created within three hours of departure, which comprise just about 5% of all deadhead bookings. Those bookings are also booked into first class if available, but if it is not available, you are placed on the normal spot on the upgrade list. You are not placed above customers in this case. If the booking is created more than three hours prior to departure, nothing changes to your position on the upgrade list and you remain ahead of passengers. When first class is not available and you don't clear the upgrade list, you are still never required to deadhead in anything less than Economy Plus except for express aircraft not configured with E-plus or offline deadhead. 
a grievance settlement was recently reached on the issue of the company not providing a UPA-compliant seat and ad pay for a resulting reassignment and being incorporated into the next UPA rewrite. While you never have to accept a non-UPA-compliant deadhead seat assignment, from time to time you may find yourself in a position where taking the non-compliant seat works better for you than taking a later flight. UPA Section 21 AA provides a mechanism at pilot's option to accept the non-compliant seat in exchange for a first-class upgrade on a flight not already entitled to first-class. Admittedly, we are running out of opportunities to use those vouchers, and that could understandably change your willingness to accept a non-compliant seat. Section 21AA has been expanded to include deadhead deviations. You can also still redeem those vouchers for travel to and from long course training and landings class. Normally, the company is very restricted when it comes to moving a pilot's seat assignment. In the rare case where it is allowed, the company has to move you to the same type of seat. With LOA 2005, if you are assigned a middle seat in Economy Plus, the company can move you out of that seat into an aisle or window economy plus or better seat without asking you. Previously, the UPA required the company to ask you before moving you out of the middle seat. It wasn't well understood, but if the company made this offer and you declined, you were no longer entitled to middle seat ad pay. Keep in mind that the term deadhead only refers to travel that is included in trip pairings. Other types of travel are covered in other provisions. In conjunction with this provision now being in effect, United will be issuing a pilot bulletin and an FOM revision. In that revision, the company will ask you to consider wearing civilian attire in first class when your deadhead is at the end of the trip or the end of a duty period. This is not a requirement, and if you experience any issues with customer service agents, please let us know via the PDR system. That said, traveling out of uniform probably does provide for a better travel experience any time the opportunity presents itself. While deadheading in first class should be the industry standard, we are an extreme outlier and leaders with this provision. Delta pilots are still not guaranteed their version of Economy Plus and are frequently seated in the middle seat at the back of the airplane. American pilots are not entitled to positive space economy for deadheads at the end of their trips. They now have a policy forcing deadheads onto the flight, but until a couple of years ago, an American pilot's trip could be extended because flights were oversold. We hope you found the Leading Edge podcast version of the brief informative. On behalf of the Negotiating Committee and the entire MEC, thank you for listening. I'm Captain James Belton.